Sesi Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj Prabhupada Ki Jai. It's confounder Acharya Shula Prabhupada Ki Jai. Nantakoti Vaishnavrinda Ki Jai. Namacharya Shula Haridas Thakur Ki Jai. Prem Shikaho Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Adoita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaur Bhaktivrinda Ki Jai. Shri Shri Radha Krishna Gogopina Shaimakunda Radha Kunda Giddy Govardhana Ki Jai Vrindavan Dhamma Ki Jai Matur Dhamma Ki Jai Navadrip Mayapur Dhamma Ki Jai Jagannath Puri Dhamma Ki Jai Gangamai Jamuna Devi Ki Jai Bhakti Devi Ki Jai Tulsi Maharani Ki Jai Samaveta Bhakti Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Primanande all glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Sri Guru and Goranga. All glories to Srila Prabhupada, Nama Om, Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prastaya, Bhutale, Sri Mate, Bhaktivedanta Swami, Nitinamane. Namaste Sarasvati Deve Goravani Pacharani Nirvasesus and Nivadi Paskachari Satarani Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Uta Padakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitam Stam Sajivam Sadvaitam Sadvadutam Parijana Sahita Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Shiva Shakam Vitamsha Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya October 18th, 2011, Skype class from Hilo, Hawaii, reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 13, Text 11. This is Chapter of Dhritarashtra Kritz Home. And here we have Yudhisthira speaking to Vidura on his return from going on pilgrimage. Api. Weather. Naha. Hour. Suridha. Well-wishers. Tata. Oh, my uncle. Bandavaha. Friends, Krishna Devataha, those who are always wrapped in the service of Lord Sri Krishna. Dristaha, by seeing them. Trutaha or by hearing about them. Va, either. Yadavaha, the descendants of Yadu. 
Swapuryam, along with their residential place. Sukham Asate, if they are all happy. Translation and purport by Srila Prabhupada. My uncle, you must have visited Dwaraka. In that holy place are our friends and well-wishers, the descendants of Yadu, who are always wrapped in the service of the Lord Sri Krishna. You might have seen them or heard about them. Okay, I'm going to read this again. <laughs> My uncle, you must have visited Dwaraka. In that holy place are our friends and well-wishers, the descendants of Yadu, who are always wrapped in the service of the Lord Sri Krishna. You might have seen them or heard about them. Are they all living happily in their abodes? Purport. The particular word Krishna Devataha, i.e., those who are always wrapped in the service of Lord Krishna, is significant. The Yadavas and the Pandavas, who are always wrapped in the thought of the Lord Krishna and his different transcendental activities, were all pure devotees of the Lord like Vidura. Vidura left home in order to devote himself completely to the service of the Lord, but the Pandavas and the Yadavas were always wrapped in the thought of Lord Krishna. Thus there is no difference in their pure devotional qualities. Either remaining at home or leaving home, the real qualification of a pure devotee is to become wrapped in the thought of Krishna favorably, that is, knowing well that Lord Krishna is the absolute personality of Godhead. Kamsa, Jarasandha, Shishupala, and other demons like them were also always wrapped in the thought of Lord Krishna, but they were absorbed in a different way, namely unfavorably, or thinking him to be a powerful man only. Therefore, Kamsa and Shishupala are not on the same level as pure devotees like Vidura, the Pandavas, and the Yadavas. Maharaj Yudhisthira was also always wrapped in the thought of Lord Krishna and his associates at Dwaraka. Otherwise, he could not have asked all about them from Vidura. Maharaj Yudhisthira was therefore on the same level of devotion as Vidura, although engaged in the state affairs of the kingdom of the world. Apina suradas tata bandava krishna devitaha drista stripva vayadavaha swapuryam sukham asate. My uncle, you must have visited Dwarka. In that holy place are our friends and well-wishers, the descendants of Yadu, who are always wrapped in the service of the Lord Sri Krishna. You might have seen them or heard about them. Are they living happily in their abodes? Prabhupada in this purport focuses on the word Krishna Devitaha, to be wrapped, R-A-P-T. And Prabhupada uses this word wrapped about 40 times in his recorded books and lectures. Uh, obviously it could be much more than that because we've only recorded about 25%. But I thought I'd look up the definition of the word wrapped. It's interesting that the word wrapped, the etymology of the word, is that it used to be the past tense of the word rape. So you rape someone and you wrapped someone. <laughs> and at that time, the meaning of the word rape was to carry somebody away. It wasn't today's meaning. Of, of forceful, illegal sex, but it was to, basically to kidnap somebody, like what Krishna did to Rukmini. So he wrapped her. <laughs> he, he carried her away, 
And uh, rapt is also connected with the word rapture, which means the carrying of a person to another place or sphere of existence. It also means ecstatic joy or ecstasy. And if you look up the different dictionary definition of rapt, it means deeply engrossed or absorbed, transported with emotion, like being wrapped with joy. So in other words, being engrossed with your mind and being engrossed with your heart. Now also evidence of rapture, a rapt smile, so the external manifestations of absorption. And again, carried off spiritually to another place or sphere of existence. So to, to be taken away. So this is to be wrapped in Krishna, R-A-P-T to be wrapped in Krishna. Right? Wrapped in the service, Prabhupada's saying here, Krishna David Daha, not just wrapped in thought of Krishna, but wrapped in service of Krishna. And Prabhupada in the purport makes several points. First of all, that one should be wrapped in Krishna favorably, in love, trying to please him, not always thinking about him as an enemy. And also that this rapture in Krishna it's possible whether you're a householder or a renunciate. It's even possible for someone who's engaged in the state affairs of the kingdom of the world. The kingdom of the world. You know, we may find it hard to be wrapped in Krishna when we're absorbed in the kingdom of our little, 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 little lives. Just managing my own little life, uh, what, or managing the life of myself and a very small family, I say, how can I think of Krishna? But Maharaj Yudhisthira was managing the whole planet, and still he was wrapped in Krishna. So what is this? What do, what do we mean, wrapped in Krishna, and, and ecstasy, and absorption, another place? Well, we're talking about love. Prema Pumarta Bahan. The fifth goal of life. People are working for dharma, artha, kama, moksha. People want to be a good person, a righteous person, a moral person. People want to satisfy their senses, good food, a nice sexual partner, pleasant clothes, good weather. People want to have wealth and objects. And ultimately, people want to be free from miseries free from the distress caused by this dharma, artha, and kama. But really, what we're all looking for is love. And Prabhupada makes the point many times that this love that all of us have in our heart and are looking for someone with whom to reciprocate this love, it's there in every living being. It's there even in the animals. Someone sent me a video the other day of a dog that got run over by a car. And some other dog came and carried the hurt dog to the side of the road and rescued it. Oh, even among the animals, there's love and affection. What to speak of in human beings? Oh, every human being, we all have love. And we all have the kind of love that puts us in a state of rapt absorption. Now, sometimes we're working on some project and we become so absorbed that the rest of the world is forgotten. This analogy is given in the 11th canto of the Bhagavatam. One of the gurus is the maker of an arrow. 
that the arrow maker was so busy, so absorbed in making his arrow that when the king and the king's procession went by, he didn't even notice. So this is our experience. Every one of us has had this experience of being so absorbed in a task that everything else melted away. Now all of a sudden we looked at our watch and we said, wow, I forgot to eat. Where we begrudged the time that we had to go to the toilet or to get up and and drink some water. We, We didn't want to do it. Oh, I'm thirsty. Let me just forget about it, right? (laughs) And stay with what I'm doing. So that's rapt attention. And the researcher, Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi, he talks about this sort of absorption in a task as a kind of perfection, as what Maslow would call self-actualization. And Csikszentmihalyi calls it flow, when the work that we're doing becomes identical with play. If you see children, young children playing, they become completely absorbed in their play world. They don't notice anything that goes on around them. Again, they they don't want to drink water or use the, the toilet. They don't want to take a bath or get dressed or even eat. Of course, Krishna also displays this sort of behavior when he's playing with his friends. And Mother Rohini goes to call him and says, Krishna, it's time for you to come home. You need to take a bath and eat. And Krishna doesn't even answer her. And then Yasoda goes, Mother Yasoda goes, Krishna, are you a street boy? Have you no home? Nanda Maharaj can't eat unless you come home. And the boys say, Krishna, if you go home, we won't play with you again. Krishna doesn't know what to do. Of course, eventually he goes home. But Krishna's also doing this. He's so absorbed in his play that he's not interested in going home to eat. So we have these experiences, and they're so satisfying. When we have some task that we're absorbed in, where we lose our care about anything else, we practically lose our awareness of anything else. And we feel, as Csikszentmihalyi said, we feel a kind of flow. We feel a, a, a sort of oneness with our task and a real sense of satisfaction and meaning, like we're really being ourselves. And we may also feel this, of course, not just with a task, but with a person or some other living being. where we lose ourselves in love. So I'd say most, hopefully all of us have also felt this losing ourselves in love uh, with a romantic love or with parental love or friendship love or servant love, where we just lose ourselves. We're, we're absorbed in the thought of the other person We want to see the other person. We want to be with them. We don't even care so much what we do with them as long as we can just be with them. And our whole being is dedicated to making that person happy. And again, this sort of rat absorption 
in another person, or sometimes people fall in love with their animals, with some other living being that's non-human. But it has the same kind of effect. We, we forget about everything else. Everything else becomes inconsequential, or it's it's just uh, we'll do it mechanically, do other things mechanically. In fact, this is how the Yadus are described elsewhere in the Bhagavatam, that they went about their daily duties automatically. The great devotees also described that they're hardly aware that they have a body. It's just like an intoxicated person. doesn't even know if they have clothes on or not. So we may have experienced materially something close to that, in material love. And it's, it's so absorbing that it's hard to let go of it. If you happen to have the misfortune to fall in love with a, an inappropriate person, it may be very difficult. You know, when I was in high school, I fell in love with some boy who didn't love me in return. And it was so difficult to break that attachment. It was very difficult. It was absorbing. And I've heard from many devotees even, you know, oh, I was going to marry this person and it didn't work out and I can't stop thinking about them. It's hard for me to move on with my life. And I don't know how many hundreds or thousands or in the history of, of human beings, billions of poems and songs have been written about unrequited love and lost love and how deep that attachment is. And that's ultimately when we feel most alive, when we're absorbed in love, love for a person or a love for a mission, an ideal, some sense of being wrapped. And there are bodily symptoms, like one of the definitions of rapt is smiling in rapture. So, of course, our problem is that instead of becoming absorbed in the reservoir of pleasure, we become absorbed in the little rivulets and wells coming from this reservoir of pleasure, thinking it's separate from that. And we become absorbed in these things in a very me-centered way. So our goal is simply to take this attachment we already have, this love we already have, we all have it. We all have experienced it, we know what it feels like. And turn it to Krishna. That's really all. That is the essence, the sum, the core of Krishna consciousness. It's really nothing more or less than that. That's all. Uh, we can talk about how to do that, with whom to do it, all these details, but really, that's all it is. And if one can become wrapped in absorption of Krishna, even unfavorably, I mean, Prabhupada's talking about how Kamsa Jarasandha Shishupal was unfavorable, and they had to suffer for their absorption being unfavorable, but ultimately, even though it was unfavorable, they achieved ultimate perfection, 
Yam Kroda Kama Sahaja Pranayadi Bhiti Vatsalya Moha Guru Gaurava Savya Bhavai Satchintasam Sadrisin Tanimapurete. Prabhupada tells a story of one thief. And as he was going about his daily business, he heard someone reciting the Bhagavatam. And out of curiosity, he stopped to listen. Just like if you're walking down the street, you see a crowd gathered around, you may stop what's going on. You may listen or watch for some time. So this thief, just like that, casually, circumstantially, he was listening to Bhagavatam. And at that particular point in the Bhagavatam recital, the person reciting was describing how Krishna is covered with jewels. That Mother Yasoda every day covers Krishna with jewels. Of course, we know Krishna actually prefers gunja berries and minerals from Govardhan Hill to precious jewels. Govardhan Hill also supplies